There's never just two sides to a sports issue. Welcome to Three Sides Sports Talk. All right, well, welcome to the pilot episode of Three Sides Sports Talk. Todd Kleinheinz, alongside Jerry Sue, Jeff Kropinski. Um, I think we're going to dive right into it, boys, because um, there's a lot to talk about and we're going to keep things moving. Um, as it pertains to the 49ers, I think there's a number of different points of view. Um, I'll let you explain, Jerry, but I think you are on the, you would like them to tank because you are off the Jimmy bandwagon. Therefore, they need a quarterback. And in order to do so, you want them to have as many options as possible, including high up in the draft. Well, before this week, that seemed to be the prudent, um, you know, prudent path to take. I mean, it's not that I want them to tank. So you always use that word like you want them to tank. You want them to do badly. And it's not that I want them to do badly. It's more I want them to win consistently. And how do we win consistently in this league? You have to have a good quarterback. And as well as Jimmy played last season, I just think that what he showed and what the entire team showed was that the level in which he is playing at is probably the level that he's almost maxed out at, and it's not going to be worthy of the contract that he currently has, particularly uh, because, as we all know, given the pandemic and all the craziness with the, the salary and they're not, not having fans in the stadium, that the salary cap is going to go down. So it's not so much that I don't like Jimmy. It's as much as what can this team do perhaps with a quarterback that's similar to Jimmy who makes less. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Good. We're, I want to get to that in a second. Um, but, I, but let's bring in Jeff. Because I think Jeff is a little bit more on the positive side by, by virtue of his text after the Rams game. Very excited. So he is still a let's win it kind of guy. Um, although I think Jeff is 50-50 on the Jimmy bandwagon in terms of keeping or moving on. So Jeff, your thoughts on the current status of the Niners? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough because what Jerry said, I agree with. But then at the same time, um, what are we going to do salary cap-wise? And then, but, you know, <laughs> I have so many thoughts on it. I'm not sure which, which way to go. But, um, yeah, is Jimmy maxed out? Maybe. Um, that's, very, that's very possible. Um, I was very excited after the Rams game because I could, I see what, what the potential is uh, when they have everyone, not everyone, but most of the guys healthy and how dynamic they are and how exciting they are. But can we get that quarterback to get the ball down the field then to Debo and Ayuk? And well, with Jimmy, I still envision the wobbling pass down the field, you know, short or incomplete. So, let, so it's a tough one, but I am excited to see that they maybe have the potential even this year, given everything that's happened to still, make the playoffs so let let's get into what is the elephant in the room and that's jimmy because my contention um is that uh, and i agree jimmy might have reached his ceiling this this jimmy might be the quarterback that with a running game and a strong defense um and not asked to lead all 16 games 
um, can get you to the Super Bowl, as evident by last year. So he, he has the ability. But is there another step in there? Mm, I don't know. So we all know that quarterback is the engine that drives the NFL team. So, so my contention is I don't believe that there is a, a viable alternative to Jimmy because, and we'll just throw him out there, I don't think Matt Ryan is going to get cut considering his dead salary cap money issues. I don't think Stafford's going to get cut for the same reason. And that leads you to, if you want to get cheaper, you're going to go significantly cheaper. Sam Darnold, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Dwayne Haskett. You're talking some guy who's probably on a bench right now who could, you know, come into a Shanahan system and and be good. But um, Jerry, what are your optimal quarterback thoughts moving forward? Well, let's go back to this last week's game, right? So it got Jeff, it got a lot of Niner fans super excited because it shows even without all of our guys back. I mean, we've suffered such a huge rash of injuries, probably more lost games than any other um, team this year from injuries. But yet with a good number of them back, we beat the Rams. We beat the first place team in the NFC West with Nick Mullins, right? So that's why I'm saying it's not that we need necessarily Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it'd be nice, but, you know, and I'm sure – if there's anybody watching, I'll probably lose them by even mentioning Ryan Fitzpatrick. But a guy like Fitzpatrick, I mean, how much I, – I, I hate saying it, but how much worse could Fitzpatrick be in comparison to Jimmy in leading a team where you have a healthy Bosa? You have all these guys back. And that's the thing. I think that's the thing where we haven't really touched upon yet is how many free agents are coming up, right? So it's more like do we want to keep Jimmy and maybe – only a few of these guys or do we want to be able to get most of these guys back but in order to do so Jimmy would either have to have you know restructure his contract in a major way or the Niners would have to move on so for me it's I would rather get most of these guys back as we've seen like again in this last game that when we have all the guys or not even all the guys when most of the guys or not even most guys a huge number of guys healthy. We're really good. Jeff, you want Fitzpatrick? Well, I don't know if Fitzpatrick is the answer. <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't like Sam Darnold. So <laughs> I don't, don't say I wanted Sam Darnold. No, no, no. But the, the problem is, I mean, there's several things that could be the problem. You have the salary cap ramification of what his salary cap is or his hit is, or if you, if you cut him, then what? And how much money is left over and who can you get? for that and then you have the draft or do you re-sign Beathard or Mullins I think we pretty much know that's not going to be good enough the other issue I had like say from last week's game that Jerry touched on is I think the Rams and like the Packers are a good matchup for us and for our defense the problem is going to be Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray and some of these other games maybe even Buffalo you know those other teams with these quarterbacks that can scramble they're going to present a problem still and so maybe because it's the Rams and because it's golf, we got to win. But you know. yeah, I, I, I can totally see that because I don't think it's a surprise that the, the quarterbacks, regardless of how good they are, um, that sit in the pocket, um, the Niners do really well against. Um, yeah. The mobile quarterbacks are the ones that cause them problems because 
um, maybe maybe the Niners are too disciplined in their defense that they don't they don't just sit there and wait for that quarterback to to run. Um, but my issue, and and it's been it's been the issue, um, and even though I I prefaced at the beginning, it's very possible Jimmy might have hit his ceiling with the Niners. Um, is who can you get at a reduced rate? Because as much as I would like to say in a vacuum, yeah, let's get a cheaper quarterback and spend that some of that money. You know, right. you got you got to resign Warner. Kerry Hyder has looked good, and now he's on the table to make big money. Um, now, granted, when when you see forty some odd free agents um, for the Niners, you got to remember a lot of those guys are the guys that they just signed this year, like Austin Walker, you know, like he's going to be a free agent because we just signed him. So we need to make sure that we try and keep the team together as the core. Um, and that's, that's always been my, my bugaboo with everyone who's talking about it because everyone who wants to get rid of Jimmy and, and, I, and again, it's always this, it's always the follow-up question that is lacking is, okay, who are you going to get for cheaper or better? Because you can't go cheaper and worse. You got to go cheaper and at least what he is, which could be Ryan Fitzpatrick. We've seen, I mean, age is not on his side, but he does have that, you know, old man strength that everything that he does kind of works out, um, even though he gets bumped every time there's a rookie quarterback. Um, or you got to get a quarterback who's Aaron Rodgers, who's so significantly better that he's going to make up the deficiencies for maybe no deep threat. But when it comes to health, boy, you can't hope for health and not get it and think you're going to just keep going. Because, I mean, if you lined up this team with Debo on one side and Ayuk on the other side and Kittle, you know, that's, that's a formal receiving core. You know, then you got Mostert, you got use check. So, like, you have the tools. So, if given your option, would you rather them keep Jimmy at his price, move on from Jimmy with a rookie, or go get the veteran? And what do you think the probabilities of those are? Considering we've already seen them flirt with, Tom Brady last year. So the, it's not off the table that Lynch and Shanahan are so in love with Jimmy that they're, they're going to dig their heels in. They, I think, realize they're willing to upgrade any position if it's going to benefit the team. I mean, I know you said that a lot of these free agents perhaps are guys that we, you know, we can take or leave it. Um, but I think there's just a lot of them. You're talking about the core who are free agents. We're talking Trent Williams. We're talking Kyle's use check. I mean, those are two huge components of the offense. Um, and then our entire starting secondary. I mean, Richard Sherman, aside from Jimmy Ward, is Richard Sherman, Jason Barrett, Emmanuel Mosley is a restricted free agent, Jaquaski Tart, Kwan Williams, right? So, I mean, it's not like, well, you know, there's just like a few guys that we need to resign. There are a lot. And then on the line, I mean, Kerry Hyder's perhaps played him out of the Niners' plans just because he's played so well, but I'd like to have him back. And even guys like DJ Jones and Kevin Givens, they're, I think, on restricted free agents, so you still got to get them back. And then our, 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 even our running back room, I mean, the only guy we have left, I think, is Mostert because I think McKinnon's going to be a free agent. I think Jeff Wilson's a restricted free agent. 
And then I think Daniel Brunskill, who looks pretty good at center, I mean, he's a restricted free agent. So it's one of these things where it's like a lot of these guys have to get paid. And again, the mm-hmm. cap is going to yep. perhaps be a limiting factor. But yep. it's interesting you bring up Brady, and maybe this is just me in typical pie in the sky going a little nuts fashion. But I know we flirted with Brady last year, and I don't know if I know Brady signed a two year deal, but it's not really gone that well in Tampa. And I don't know if there's any way for him to even get out of that contract. I don't know if both sides are like, look, this is not working out. Let's part ways. But would Brady come to, uh, you know, to San Francisco at a more friendly deal, knowing that like, Hey, he's not getting any younger. This could be his last chance. And Kyle has a much more cohesive locker room a much more disciplined way of going about coaching his team. I mean, look at this team. I mean, I think when you consider all the injuries and everything, and even going back to when he first started, him and Lynch, they built such a strong culture that a team that's gone through such adversity has never broken. They've never stopped playing hard. And, I mean, when I watch them and I think about some of those teams that the Niners had in the past that were so undisciplined, I mean, it's pretty impressive. You know, I mean, if you were talking – I mean, I don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to get coach of the year this year, maybe if they win the Super Bowl, but, you know, but still, I mean, he's done a phenomenal job considering the circumstances. So that's why I'm thinking maybe, I don't know, maybe Brady, if he can get out of his deal, maybe he could be a possibility still. Well, I I think, uh, I think Brady, Brady is um, certainly a love child of Jeff. So I think he would (laughs) definitely be on board with that. I mean, um, well, I mean, he, (laughs) He may have been. Um, I don't know how well he would do in this current offense. It's really hard to say. I mean, especially now. I mean, he's starting to show maybe a little bit of age. But uh, back to your original question as far as what do you think they're going to do, I almost think they, because they're not going to have any choice that they're going to have to stick with Jimmy um, next year at least. And then if they're able to and are in a position to, maybe draft a quarterback in the first round and don't be afraid to. Um, as far as the culture in the locker room, um, I mean, if, if, if it is that good of a culture and these guys love playing there, maybe some of these guys take a reduced price. I mean, use check Trent Williams. I mean, that's fine. You might want to go get top dollar somewhere, but then you're going to be playing for the Jaguars or the Browns or no, you're, you're absolutely right. Because I mean, it's and not the Browns have a better record than we do. Don't, 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 you know, well, well. <laughs> I mean, we, we got to remember the caps going down for everybody. So it's not as if there's going to be a bunch of teams, extremely flush with cast, especially good teams. And you got to, you got to think the Niners are one of the good teams. Yeah. I mean, despite their record and everything that their coaching staff is intact, there's no threat of, you know, anything happening there. They got good core. Um, So you got to think that anyone who's just going for the money is going to have to go to a Jaguars or a Jets or someone like that. And at that point, you really don't have too much leverage to bring them back. Now, if it's close and they're going, I can go play for the Jaguars or the Jets, or I can come back for the Niners, you got to think they might lean, you know, to come back. So that, I think that's the hope. Um, but also, um, I, and I think it's, it's ever evolving because probably two, three weeks ago, um, I'll have to check the, the text string, but I think, I think it was, Oh my God, we're not going to win a fourth game, you know? And, and yeah. so we were looking at, Oh, they might have a top five pick, a top seven pick just by virtue of they're not going to win these games. And now where they sit before we get to the, just the bills game. I mean, you, even with Nick Mullins, you got to think 
the, the Cowboys game and the Redskins game are going to lean their direction. I mean, it's not a slam dunk considering they're now homeless and, you know, they got all these things, you know, but. Dude, Although the, we thought that for the Eagles and Dolphins, or at least I did. <laughs> right, well, well, and that's the point. It's like, it, it's very possible. And that's why I say they're not slam dunks. So you're looking at, you're looking at two more wins gets them to at least gets them to seven. I mean, it's very possible. This is a seven and nine, eight and 18. I mean, yeah. And you're you're closer to the playoffs than you are the top pick, so you're going to have to have some tough discussions if right. you're drafting, you know, fifteen to twenty um, when kind of those those you know those top quarterbacks are gone. So, but but let's get to let's get to the the Bills because I'm I'm anxious to just just quickly touch on it because when the schedule first came out in April, like. I love looking at the schedule, and when I saw that was a Monday night game, like, that was the game I was going to. Like, you know, got, you know I'll go to all the games if I have the, the time and opportunity, but I was going to make time and make sure to go to that Monday game against the Bills just because Bills never come out. I'm a Josh Allen fan. I'm like, this was the, this was the chance. So um, I was excited to go to the game. Things have obviously changed, and I think Josh Allen is going to be a quarterback that could give the Niners trouble. I think Stefan Diggs is a receiver that could give the Niners trouble. But at the same time, and it's never talked about, East Coast teams coming to the West Coast, all of a sudden their body clock's playing, you know, late at night. Is that going to affect a young Buffalo team? And I can see – I'm not going to be shocked if the Niners win, and I won't be shocked if they lose either because I think the Bills are pretty talented. But if all of a sudden you can – play on primetime against the Buffalo team, you're going to have some people going, yeah, this, this team's better than their record. Well, I mean, it's funny. Um, some people think the Niners being relegated to playing in Arizona is a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. I mean, they're four and two on the road. So, <laughs> you know, playing away from home hasn't exactly been terrible for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Perhaps sometimes when, when teams are put in these, this position of adversity, they'll bond and, you know, who knows? Who knows, um, you know, what may come out of it. But kind of to Jeff's point earlier, this team does do better defensively against the more pocket-oriented um, quarterbacks. And Josh Allen, um, as we've seen, is not just your standard pocket passer. I mean, he, he's actually at his best when he goes like Russell Wilson and goes, you know, sandlot playground football. So – I think that's why this game for me is really hard to figure out just because, you know, you don't really know, um, you know, how things are going to transpire as far as like their game plan or how far he will digress away from the game plan and which might actually turn out to be better for, for the bills. But also what I've seen is that the bills do play to their competition level. Right. So we've seen them go, oh, man, they're playing this one team. You're thinking, oh, they're going to win that easily. And then it turns into a tough game. Well, by virtue uh, of the Rams game, they, 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 they beat the Rams in Buffalo off of, and I don't know if you guys remember, it was that horrible pass interference call yes. that, that it was third or fourth. That like, so they got, a, they got a nice record. in Whoever, whoever it was, Parcells or Jim, your, your record is what your record is. That, that's, that's what you are. But – much like the Niners, I think, might be better than their record, I don't know if the Bills are as dominant as their AFC East leading record would, would lead us to believe. Right. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, looking forward to this game. Um, I don't have the stats, but how did Diggs do when he was in Minnesota, like against us? Did he do much? I mean, was so, it like he scored the touchdown against Akilah Witherspoon? So as long as Witherspoon's not on the field, we're good. Which he, which I don't know if he will be. Um, and looking at our defense, the way our defense has been playing, and when they are healthy, they're playing fast. And Kyle Shanahan says Arizona plays fast, which will you know that helps our our offense as well if these guys are healthy and. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we have a really good shot. And then that, that we're right there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right there with a couple of two winnable games ahead of down the road. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough one. So, uh, I think Jerry, we have a good shot. Jerry, do you want them to make the playoffs? Well, at this point, see, it's funny. You guys talk about, you know, in our, on our previous topic about the draft and getting a quarterback, I feel like at this point, if you're really going to try to get a good one in the draft, you're going to have to trade up. And I'm not sure if they're going to invest in that kind of capital, considering everything going on with the roster, as we've talked about. So, yeah, I mean, for now, you got to go for the play. I mean, you're, you're kind of in that middle tier now, right? You don't want to be in that middle tier. You want to be in the upper tier or almost the lower tier if you have want to build up to that upper tier. So, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. like I said, I don't know how this game is going to go, but if we beat Buffalo, if we could beat Dallas, and if we could beat Washington yeah. – and you Let's gotta, say we win three games. Do you still think that we, we could still make the playoffs by being, you know, what was that now, eight and eight? That, and, eight? That, and that's if you lose to Arizona and lose to Seattle. We, um, it's possible to run the table. You, you could oh, be eight and eight. Possible. Possible. Mr. <laughs> positivity. Right. I mean, I want to be positive because what I was just going to say to touch on what you were saying a minute ago, a few years back or when we were bad, I was like, okay, I get it, Jerry. Let's just tank. Let's get the best player. But – I'm tired of that. I want to win. These guys want to win. I want a culture of winning. We were just oh, in the Super Bowl. Sure. So let's for not sure. just tank now. Well, we're I don't not know if it that, makes any sense anymore. We're not that team, right? We're not yeah. that team we're anymore. Not that team. I mean, we, we were that team, right? Because yes. think about it this way. If they kept winning, we would not have had Bosa. Right? In fact, we were lucky to get Bosa because we won so much yeah. that we didn't get that first pick, but only because Arizona wanted so badly to get Kyler Murray, that's yes. how we ended up getting Bosa. And I think we can all agree that Bosa is the guy who makes our defense special. I mean, our defense is good, but he's the one who puts it over the top, which if is why. He went down, I was like, ah, it's over. He is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is. And, and maybe we can touch on Bosa in just a minute. Um, but just to talk about the standings. So you got to remember there's seven teams are making the playoffs. So an extra team per conference is going. And right now, the two teams ahead of the Niners, and only by virtue of tiebreakers, are Minnesota and Chicago. I'm, I'm sorry. M- Minnesota can put together some, some games, and, and they're gonna, they'll probably get to eight wins. I, I don't see how Chicago right. gets – Worst to- offense in the league, right? I don't, I don't see it. So, and, and so you're talking about that, and then, and then Arizona is one game ahead. And I think Arizona is a very Jekyll and Hyde type of team. Now, maybe they've run into decent defenses that have controlled Kyler, not to mention the Hail Mary that beat Buffalo. You know, I mean, it, if Hopkins doesn't make that catch, we're talking about the Niners and, and Cardinals being, being close. So I think they got a legit shot to make the playoffs without being too pie in the sky, you know, because I think eight wins get you into that tiebreaker mode. Um, so if that's the case, then you're looking at, all right, what's going to happen? So if they make the playoffs and if Jimmy's healthy, do you play him? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Jeff? Yes, yes, I would, I would agree. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I would, I'm thinking he's going to be back week sixteen, possibly. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's going to. I think it's going to be determined on how they're playing. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, if they lose the next three, then maybe not. But it, right, but if all of a sudden you beat, if you go in and beat Buffalo, beat Washington, and beat beat Dallas, and maybe beat Arizona, you know, I'm not saying Nick Mullins is the answer because he's not. And if Jimmy's a hundred percent, you bring him back. Doesn't that make for a different? That that's not. I wouldn't say that's your typical six, seven wild cards sneaking in where it's going to – it could be the feeling of a new team, especially if you get Kittle back too. Yes. So yes. So as, as much as three, four weeks ago we were talking about, you know, top let, – let's get a quarterback, I think, I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be into the playoffs with a, sh- with a shot to, to make some noise. So – but anybody, anything? But because I want to I touch on uh, – Bosa, unless you want to keep going. Well, I, I just don't, I don't want to be the guy who, you know, is the party pooper here. But everybody feels good right now because we got the win this last week. And not just that, but we came through out of the game relatively unscathed injury-wise. But it is 2020, only, and it's only two guys, Only two guys went down for the year. That's pretty good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, no offense to them, but two guys that – don't exactly move the needle as much as guys that have already gone down. I'll tell you, um, the, only, but, the only needle it moves is the fact you brought him up earlier. Witherspoon might have to get on the field now, and <laughs> and if that's the case, that that is that's troublesome. As, as good as Mister Jimmy, drafted by Trent Balky Ward, played because that's that's Trent Balky's only signature still on this team. As good as he's played, we hey, Eric Armstead. <laughs> we keep it we've Come seen what happens when when we have to have these these street free agents on the corner. They just, I mean, there's there's just no getting around that. But if Sherman, if Sherman and Verrett and Eman can stay healthy and play, you yep. playing how they're playing with Eman in the slot, or maybe one of those other guys moving back and forth. Yep. You know, we don't need Witherspoon no. over there for sure. It's it's health, right? Like that's it's all the about health. One thing for the Niners. Um, for the remainder of the season. Can they stay healthy? Can they bring back guys, you know, that have not been healthy back into the fold? And then, yeah, then we'll become that seventh seed that nobody wants to play, right? But, you know, but again, we still got, what, one, two, three, four, five games to go? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, it's all about the health because a few weeks back we were like, oh, man, but if we can get back some guys just in time and we have a little bit of a roll going – I mean, that's be dangerous, right? The fact that Mostert, Mostert and um, Sherman and even Jeff Wilson came back. I just this past week. I think that's such a boost of confidence for them that they can they roll out players that they're they're comfortable in. The coaches are comfortable calling the plays for, um, and and they ju- there's just there was a different look to them playing right now. Maybe it's just the Rams because the past couple of years they every time they play the Rams they've looked like a different team, which is great. You know, nothing, nothing better than beating your rival, you know, you know, con- continuously. But um, so you, you talked about Bosa. You talked about how, you know, how impactful he is. Um, he, he's got an injury history. He's out again. He's the guy that is going to be looked at, not this year, not this off season, but 
he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a lot. And if, if the Niners were to, to, you know, would you want to see the Niners sign him big earlier or wait and thus either have to pay more if he stays healthy and becomes a defensive player of the year guy, or, you know, if he gets hurt, you're like, well, you know, we don't have to pay you as much because he's a, he's a, he's a difference maker with a hit, uh, an injury history. I'd go the, we never give him a huge deal. We do the franchise tag. And then once he's available to be on the open market, then tell him good luck. Because like you said, with his injury history, I just, I can't imagine giving him that huge deal. It almost be as scary as giving Carson Wentz the huge deal that he just got. It'd be like that. (laughs) Yeah. We discussed this. I mean, I'm, he signed a five-year deal, I believe. So if he gets another major injury in the next two years, I, yeah, I may franchise him, but I think as much as I love him, I don't think it's, it's rational or reasonable. I don't, I don't well, think if he, he if he suffers another major injury within this one for his contract, you, I don't even know if you franchise him. I'm saying if he can stay healthy, you still – you franchise him, but you, you don't give him that huge – unfortunately, I mean, I love him too – but it's I don't one of those know how things you can give where... him Joey Bosa money and continue to get other guys. It's just – it's I don't know. I mean, I used to say just pay the guys. But now with all these injuries that happen constantly, yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, not, and I don't plus, know what you're supposed to do. Like you can't pay all these guys. No, but in, and it's, it's, a, it's a point that came up last offseason um, with DeForest Buckner. And as much – I love DeForest Buckner. I thought he was the engine that, that ran the defensive line. Yeah. Um, and I, I would – if you're just saying, who do you want, DeForest Buckner or Eric Armstead, it's DeForest Buckner. But that's, that's not the question, okay? And that's what bugs me about uh, people who won't dig below the surface is, okay, if, do you want DeForest Buckner or do you want Armstead, Kinlaw, and Tavarius Moore? Because you paid – No, no, Armstead. Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. So you, pay, you paid Armstead, you extended Ward, and you got – Kinlaw with that first round draft pick. Yes. You can still, you can still have a discussion that, no, I still want DeForest. He's that big of an impact, but you have to, to say those three guys are three cogs in the machine. That is the defense. And if it frees up money to pay Fred Warner, that's going to be a huge deal. That's going to, that's going to be a huge benefit to the Niners. So again, I, I don't, I don't know why people – and no, I take it back. I do know why people don't scratch the surface. It's because they're stupid. And, and dealing with them just makes my head hurt. But those are the types of things that you have to look at and go, I mean, this isn't Eddie D's team. You can't just write endless checks. Like, you've got to figure out, and you're going to lose some free agents. Can you replace them? You know, that's, that's kind of the big thing. But you mentioned Carson Wentz. So, Jerry. I'm going to give you five quarterbacks. You tell me if you'd rather have Jimmy or the guy I tell you, okay? Would you rather have Jimmy or Matthew Stafford? Well, hold on a second. With their contract, are we, are we talking with current contracts? Yeah, just you get to straight up bring, bring them, swap them. I guess I'll go Jimmy, but I don't feel good about it. Would you rather have Jimmy or Teddy Bridgewater? 
Maybe Bridgewater. Jimmy or Kirk Cousins? Uh, oh, cut. not because I think he's all that great, but I think that I, I get the sense that Kirk Cousins and Kyle Shanahan have that kind of kinship that John Gruden and Rich Gannon had back in the day. I think that, you know, so I would definitely go Cousins, even though, I mean, on his own, I'm not going to say he's, you know, one of the elite quarterbacks, but I think that he just would fit Kyle's system and what Kyle wants to do better than Jimmy. Now, would you take, now would you take Cousins at his higher level contract knowing that, okay, if we move on from Jimmy, we bring in Cousins and that probably means we lose a few extra free agents. Well, that's the thing. I mean, no, right? Like, I think that's been my point this whole time is that it's not about liking certain quarterbacks and not liking certain quarterbacks. I think for me is I like the team. I want the team to continue to succeed. And in order for the team to succeed, they need to bring back a whole slew of these guys. And if they do so, how are they going to afford them along with Jimmy at his current contract when he's not really playing to that level? Um, I mean, I know they're probably going to cut D Ford and they're probably going to part ways with Weston Richburg, which, you know, I don't really know how that's going to impact the cap. Will that free up a lot more money or we're going to, are we going to take a bigger hit because, you know, we're cutting them so soon. I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, I'm just looking at from the standpoint of, again, going back to this last game, you, even with Nick Mullins and I granted, I know we have the Rams number, but even with Nick Mullins, I mean, I went back and watched that game again, and he's just not good. He's not good. That's why, I mean, I know you probably didn't have this on your topic list, but and I know I've mentioned this to you in private before, but I don't know why they didn't at least try to poach like a Josh Rosen from the Buccaneers, you know, practice squad, right? And I don't know what he's got, but he's young, right? He got taken fairly early in the draft, you know? I mean, I know that maybe – the Niners wouldn't want to create that kind of controversy, bringing in a name like Josh Rosen, but you don't even have to bring him in saying, Hey, he's the guy that's going to, you know, challenge Jimmy. How about he's just the guy that's going to challenge the backups because both these guys are going to be free agents and who knows if we want to bring them back. I, I think, I mean, I think, and, and I, I don't know, but my guess is you weren't bringing in a fourth quarterback and, and with at least two of them healthy, considering you were, stacking your practice squad with D linemen and corners, just anyone who is available. Now, if everyone was kind of healthy and Jimmy goes down, do you, do you poach a quarterback? Maybe it's kind of why I wasn't sure when they, they got Tack McKinley, even though he failed the physical, why you didn't just throw him on IR. I mean, here's a first round draft pick that, you know, you might've been able to stash um, relatively cheap. And I mean, every, it seemed, I mean, Running backs and defensive linemen. The, the Niners coaches know how to get the absolute most out of them. But I want to go back to the quarterback well, real, real quick. Just for oh, a Sorry, second. real quick about the Josh Rosen. I, 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 what I'm saying is I would have cut C.J. Beathard. I know he loves C.J. Beathard, but just cut Beathard. Well, cut Beathard. Put yes. Rosen there. Good. Let him learn the offense while Mullen does his thing. And, hey, I, if Rosen is, you know, not the guy – Move on from him, but at least take a look because you know CJ doesn't have a future with this team. Yes, but you, you also know Kyle does love him. So, that, I mean, that, that's, that's the reason that didn't happen. But to that, to that point, real quick, I wonder just how much is Kyle not willing to move on from some of these guys? He just keeps them, right? Um, Mullins and, and, and Bethard. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe Rosen could have been a good 
a good uh, poach. Maybe. I don't, yeah. See, I don't. I don't see Kyle and Lynch as the kind of guys that will poach guys in the middle of the season. I, I think if it's if it's in the off season, I don't think they have any trouble bringing a bunch of people in. Um, I, some I of these guys almost become like family, and they don't want to get rid of them. Well, something. and I, I mean, I think I think Kyle has a pretty healthy understanding of what he thinks he needs in a quarterback, and I don't think it's kind. I don't think he's going to spend time with the number four quarterback yeah. to, to even get him up to speed. So it's like, come talk to me in April. You and I will sit down for two months and we'll, and we'll do this. So if, if you're telling me the Niners go get Rosen uh, in the off season, uh, not surprised, won't surprise me. If they move on for CJ, not surprising, but I do think there is some, some, something to continuity with, with Kyle and Lynch. There is just something that they don't seem to, you know, to to want to upset the any apple cart right now. You know, um, yeah. So yeah. So so Jeff, would you rather have Jimmy or Derek Carr? I wanted to touch on Kirk Cousins though, real quick. Go for <laughs> it. I didn't want I didn't want <laughs> Kirk Cousins, but watching him this year. And having that kinship, like Jerry mentioned, with Shanahan, he might be able to throw a little bit of better uh, ball, too, and a little more accurate. You know, um, maybe. If you can work out a contract, you know, that's hard to talk about because I don't know what the contracts are. But maybe I would go with Kirk now. Um, I don't know. For- Derek Carr, I, he's looked good at times, but not all the time. So I don't know. It, um, I don't. I don't know. I think, I think both of the. I think both of those guys are really hard because I think well, Cousins. I think in the Niners system with Shanahan is exactly what Shanahan wants because basically, and he's been healthier. And he's been healthier. He's he's yeah. smart. He throws a decent deep ball, not great. He's not Stafford or anybody like this, but he can get the ball deep when needed. And as much as he takes hits, he doesn't get hurt. He doesn't right. stay in there, which. I think was the idea with Jimmy all along was, well, this guy can do what I want, but he can't stay healthy. And for Carr, Carr, well, I think Carr is kind of almost the quintessential old school Raider because although I don't watch all the games every snap, every time I see him throw a deep ball, it's pretty good. And, you know, granted, he's got some receivers and he puts it out there and and it's, it's nice, you know, (laughs) it's kind of nice. So, um, but and then he also then throws a pick to the flat, like well, you know, and that, that that goes and that goes to that goes just right. to my overall quarterback yes. mantra is yeah. there's like five elite quarterbacks, sure. and then there's like ten good quarterbacks, and I think Jimmy's kind of in the lower half of that range because as good as he is, he's got some oh no throws, just like Carr's got some oh no throws, and he and Wentz has. You know, well, he's got big issues this year, but, you know, he has issues. Stafford has, like, all these guys in that second tier have issues, and you hope that anyone who comes to the Niners is, you know, the Rich Gannon of, you know, to Gruden type of thing where, boy, we can – Shanahan could tweak this guy and teach him the playbook, and it's – it could be good. It could be real good. But we're getting – we're getting certainly ahead of ourselves – um, yeah. looking at a lot to play that. out because you don't know what happens with contracts. That's Absolutely. the problem. We don't, I don't know. I mean, so you know, how the cap, the salary cap shakes out or who's available or who gets cut and what the ramifications are. So, so let's, so let's wrap up 
what are your what is your prediction and thought for Monday night's game? Jerry. Like I said before, this one's a tough one because um but I, I think because um because Josh Allen plays that kind of street ball, has that street ball mentality, um I'm I gosh, it's hard. I I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give the edge to Buffalo because I think it's gonna. It's gonna come down to some craziness where he's running. You know, he breaks down the defense and he gets around on the outside and he does something crazy and I don't know. And then they they pull it out at the end. Jeff, I'm hoping, right? Hopeful that uh, the move, the Phoenix 49ers, <laughs> right? That they they pull it out. This brings them together. They bond. But that's really going to be telling, I think, over the next, right, three weeks. Are they going to bond or are they going to just collapse and fall apart? Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on record and say the Niners win 23-21. Um, I, think, uh, I think the Niners will do enough running to keep Josh Allen uh, on the sidelines more so than he has been. Um, and it, it's, it goes without saying, I think, if Nick Mullins – doesn't hurt them in terms of and – and I'm saying not one – I'm saying multiple turnovers. If he doesn't – if he isn't the reason for multiple turnovers, um, I think they win the game, and I think there's a renewed sense of, ooh, who is this team going, going down the last couple – Yeah, they can't turn it over like they did last week. I mean, so. Yeah. They could have had more turnovers. I mean, I don't know if some of those passes that Nick Mullins yeah. threw were pretty bad. <laughs> and, and, and while, while, um, while this discussion wasn't contentious um, or very much disagreeable, um, in, the, in the spirit of Christmas, I want you to tell me, um, what's the most overrated Christmas carol? I don't know. I'm not a big Christmas carol guy. So all of them. I'll pass. Jeff. Overrated. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys never can, really thought about it like that. You guys can kowtow to the audience all you want by not I, saying any of them are terrible. But I will. Well, there's I, some that are terrible. I just can't think of any. Right I'll, now. I'll tell I'll you. I'll tell you. Um, uh, little drummer boy will just kick me out of the Christmas spirit listening to that. Yeah, yeah. Not like a that. little drummer boy. Huh? No. <laughs> How can no. you not like the little drummer boy? Absolutely not. Oh, Absolutely on. not. Um, and I, and I will say, um, it, and it's probably the old man get off my lawn part of me right now. That, um, <laughs> the, the, the songs that are, are redone by NSYNC and all the new artists, um, n- not a fan. Not a fan at all. So I think you're listening to too much radio because I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. But you're the cool one in this group. So, you know, well, this I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that. Right. So. All right. Well, hey, we are we are hit our time limit, and I want to say thanks to Jerry and Jeff. And this is Todd. Um, I'm looking forward actually to uh, doing it again next week. Now that we've got some uh, material on tape, as they like to say, um, because it's going to be a brand new game with a full roster, um, at least as full as it has been. So um, we'll yeah. see. We'll let's get together next week, do it again, and see. Um, see what the next crop of issues are for the night. So, thanks, guys. Thank you. Let's do this, huh? (laughs) Go Niners!